Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, today we don't have a guest. No. Uh, but Bruce, I'm sure that we have lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. You know, it's interesting, Edward, I was just thinking, who listens to this show? I don't know. Is it a young person who in their 20s, or it is somebody our age, or in their 40s or 50s, or is it just a hardcore sports fan? Is it a, somebody in the service overseas. I don't know, but I will say this. I think anybody who listens to this show has a curiosity about sports, so we'll try to you know, touch on a lot of topics that have to do with mainstream sports today, and we'll have fun. Well, because we are you know, uh, around the nation and hundreds of stations, you've got to think that it's got to be a total gambit of 20-year-olds to 80-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no question about it. The great thing about sports is that it, you know, there is no, I mean, you have to be a sports fan. But even the, ca- there's a lot of casual fans out there, too. I think most of the listeners actually are casual. Yeah. They're, they're kind of But kinda there, a lot of people jump on the bandwagon, you know? Oh, I remember yeah. the 49ers back in the 80s. Like, it's like there were sure. hardly any fans, and then suddenly everyone was on well, a Joe yeah. Montana fan. And- Everybody wants to be a part of something special, you know? And I, I think that's normal. Um you, you identify with certain players and certain teams, and it's part of your community. And yeah, that's normal. Yeah. I think that's a normal thing. I think those of us who are hardcore fans live through the tough times. We kind of, you know, look with a sort of a jaundiced eye at those people who jump aboard. You know, it's funny. I I've heard you know Fairweather fans and all that. And I, I don't know for some reason. I guess it doesn't bother me that much. Nah, I yeah. mean, I understand it's sort of like, yeah. Well, where were you when you know John Brody was the quarterback? Yeah, and- <laughs> I know. Well, you know, when I do my little sports updates on the local station in San Francisco, I'm realizing you know I'm not on a sports station. I'm on a news station. So most yeah. of the people who tune in are probably not hardcore sports fans. They just want me to give the basics and get in and get out in two minutes. That, that's so, true. But yeah. that's that's the majority, I think, of people out there. I, I think those that, that are listening right now, there there are a lot of alternatives to, to listen to. And so, again, we'll try to, to make it interesting for you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try to cover some of the business part, too. Sure. All right. Uh, that's trivia- a good idea. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple things good, here. Uh, good. The, uh, today's trivia theme is King of the Sidelines. All right, don't touch that uh, <laughs> dial because Sports Econ 101 will be right back. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? 
Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Two-for-one specials? Unbeatable waterfront deals? Alcatraz Cruises is inviting the Bay Area to Alcatraz Island or The Rock this season with exciting new offers. For the first time ever on select Tuesdays and Wednesdays in January and February, residents of the nine Bay Area counties can purchase two-for-one Alcatraz Island tickets. An amazing value. Now you can put friends and family behind bars for free. Discover more at AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. And until the end of February, anyone can enjoy SF Winter on the Waterfront specials. Enjoy a bartable trip downtown. Then climb aboard a free motorized cable car and ride along San Francisco's historic waterfront. Let our cable car take you to attractions and restaurants for delicious meals and amazing deals. Make a night of it and stay at the city's trendiest hotel. Don't wait. Visit sfwinteronthewaterfront.com to plan your trip. That's sfwinteronthewaterfront.com. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you that uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by Bay Area real estate. So, uh, doesn't get any more conservative than that. The average loan to value is only about 56%. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, so now a uh, couple things. One, uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, you know, his dad, I, I can't remember any other father who's been as involved, you know, in, in the... <laughs> oh, there the have been. It's just that he's... he's much. I think in this day and age, there's so much social media and yep. so much instant communication that we notice him a lot more because there, he's on many of the different, um, you know, platforms. But there have been, believe me, there have been... I, I, this, this guy, though, is, is in a different world. I mean, the fact that he's sending his two younger sons to Eastern Europe to play in Lithuania, how absurd is that? I mean, you think yeah. these kids are actually going to enjoy playing in a country where nobody speaks English, where there's maybe 1,500 fans on hand, where the coach... Those coaches over there, they don't put up with any nonsense. It's not the one-on-one, you know. Maybe that's the reason he wants them to get. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, you know, who knows? There's a method to his madness, you know. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is we, we in the media, and I, I will be honest with you, uh, Edward, uh, we caricature people. Uh, we love to do that. Now, there's a certain 
amount of truth to to how we portray people, but I think we caricature people way too much, and I've seen it many, many times, and I think that's why athletes are always looking at the media with sort of a jaundiced eye and sort of, eh, what's your agenda? You yeah. know, you're trying to get ratings. You're trying to get people sure. to buy your newspaper well, well, or, you know, re- or read your platform on the on the Internet, you know? Well, a couple of comments. One, how, how much of, of his, quote, interference, you think, is going to hurt the paycheck of Lonzo? You know, I wouldn't worry about that. Those, those kids will do fine, and, and, and Lonzo's going to do fine. I mean, he's – the thing is that the best player, the best young player on that team right now is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. By far, I mean he's he's a much better player than Lonzo. Um, Lonzo may have in the long term might be a better player, but Kyle Kuzma, right? Yeah, he's great. And the Lakers have been really struggling. And Ingram and, too. Ingram, Ingram, you know that's a good young team. Yeah. And I love Luke Walton. He took yeah. over as interim coach for the Warriors during the a couple of years ago when Steve Kerr had the back issues, yeah. and I think the Warriors lost something like four games out of forty three that he coached. Yeah. So, you know, he's a smart guy. They're going to be fine. The Lakers are going to be very good in yeah, a couple they, years. They, will. they yeah, just need absolutely. to be patient and stay with, with Luke yeah. Walton and some of these young players. They've got to, yeah. got to grow with them. You know, the, the big problem in sports today is, is once you teams struggle, they have a turn, tendency yeah. to <laughs> turn let's, let's turn them over. And that just doesn't work. It, you don't get any continuity by doing that. We've seen that too often in, in sports. The well, teams, especially a team sport like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one thing in baseball where, you know, you're up to bat. You know, and maybe you have okay, an infield kind of has to kind of stay together a little bit. Sure, uh, but but basketball, I mean, that's that and football is yeah. really important to have that uh, well, continuity. Yeah, no question. I mean, look at the Patriots; they've they've turned over a fair number of players, but they have the same system. You got Belichick, you got Brady. That's yeah. unprecedented to have those two guys together now. What is it, seventeen years yeah, going on? Eighteen right now. And wow. uh, back to uh, Alonzo Ball's brothers. Right. Um, are they not quite good enough to play in the NBA? Well, they're just kids. I mean, they're, you they know, are? I believe they're, God, that's a good question. I believe they're in their teens still. So it's a little well, I early. they're older now. No, because the, no. d- didn't they, the UCLA? No, they're not, they're not that much older than that. They're, I, one of them might be 20. Okay. Yeah, they're not that, you know, it's funny. Uh, LeBron James, when he broke in, was, I believe, 18 he or 19. 18, yeah. But he was a man-child. Yeah. Um, Moses Malone, back in the day, broke yeah. in when he was 19. A now, man-child. Now Kobe was not quite a man-child, but he... But Kobe was just an amazing yeah. talent. Not only driven, but just, ha- I mean, that guy worked harder than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, people forget Michael Jordan was a great player for a number of years before the Bulls became a championship team, but he didn't play on great teams. You know, that's right. Well, in college, he was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of phenomenal, I mean, you know, I just wanted to mention this uh, great, great athletes. Um, you know, you look at, at some of the guys that are playing in the in the pros in the in, in the NFL right now. This guy, Case Keenum, is a classic example of a guy who had terrific statistics at the University of Houston. And, you know, they, he was anointed as the Rams starter, and he put up good numbers with the Rams, but they had Jared Goff waiting in the wings. Then Teddy Bridgewater, he goes to Minnesota. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is the, the future quarterback, but he gets hurt. Yeah. Case Keenum is having a heck of a year. And granted, you know, Minnesota, that defense is, is really what's gotten them to where they are right now. But Case Keenum, he reminds me a lot of Rich Gannon, who mm-hmm. didn't get a, a, really didn't get a chance to – to shine until he was in his 30s. Case Keenum, I think, is 29 years old. Watch out for the Vikings. Wouldn't it be something if the Vikings go to the Super Bowl, they would be the first team in a Super Bowl to play in their own home park because this is this year they're yeah. going to play at the, in Minnesota, so that would be quite a story. Yeah, the uh, 84 
uh, Super Bowl. Te- they they considered that a uh, a home advantage. Well, you're talking about the Forty ers yeah, at Stanford. But, yeah, but that I mean, it was well, and all, close also the Rams played at, at Pasadena, and, and after the '79 season, uh, the Los Angeles Rams lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I was at that game. It was a great game. John yeah. Stallworth made an amazing catch yeah. that put it away off of Terry Bradshaw. But yeah, no, this would be this would be quite a story. Uh, I'm hoping the Vikings go because the Vikings haven't been to a Super Bowl since way back in. The 1976 season when the Raiders yeah. beat them, and they've and, lost four of them, and they've lost four of them. Before that, they lost four, a couple yeah. of times to uh, to Pittsburgh. Uh, to I think they lost uh, to Miami. Dallas to Miami, to Miami. Yeah, yeah, to the Raiders. So you know, yeah. Bud Grant, man, great coach, <laughs> but they just couldn't quite get over the top. Now you know, Mike Zimmer has done a great job yeah. up there. I'm I'm hoping as much as I'd like to see, uh, I'd love to see New Orleans get in there again. I I just don't I don't know I don't know if it's their year. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. A couple of these coaches who. They can always get to the Super Bowl or get to the big game, and then they just, for some reason, they just they, they're, they're yeah. called, the plagues that they call the time clock. How, about, how would you like to be Mike Quinn last year with with uh, Atlanta? You're up thirty five to oh, three yeah. in the fourth quarter, and yeah, you yeah, lose. Yeah. That was unbelievable. So Atlanta's on a mission. Atlanta's playing in Philadelphia. And I would be shocked if Atlanta loses that game because they shut down a good Rams team. And granted, the Rams weren't yeah. playoff uh, savvy; uh, they're new, you know, new to this whole experience. But they beat they they shut them down in L.A. Yeah. And Matt Ryan, you know, is that close to being the the Super Bowl yeah. champion? And so Carson Wentz uh, is, is out. Is out. Nick Foles he, is he, a reasonably he's, good he's backup. Reasonably yeah, sure. but I just don't see that. That's a big loss when you lose your quarterback and you have to go with a backup. I don't care how good your backup is. Unless he's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah, that's going to yeah. be a story. You know, you got like a Broadway Joe, good-looking guy, yeah. uh, you know, who's playing really well. Well, that raises the question, why would New England get rid of this guy for a, a second-round draft pick? What a mistake. They, they think Tom Brady's going to last forever. He's not. He's going to be – maybe he'll play a few more years, but come on. Well, how, how good was Jimmy in New England? Well, he, didn't, he, he, only, he only had two games, I believe, that he started and won. But, you know – this is a guy who every day studied under the best yeah. and had great numbers in college. And, uh, you know, it's an yeah. advantage not to be thrown into the fray. Look what's happened yeah. to Jared Goff. Jared Goff yeah. has come along well. Yes. But his first year in the pros, oh, he wasn't ready. Not very good. Yeah. No, and the team wasn't very good. Yeah. Th- this year he had a very good year, but he worked so hard. And you watch him on the field, he still doesn't look like a – he's not a big, strong guy. He's kind of tall and skinny. and. Yeah. You know, Matt Ryan is that way too, but Matt Ryan's got a little more savvy, a little more experience. Give him a few years to fill out. Yeah, well, yeah, he's not. He's not going to have that kind of a body though. Joe Montana wasn't a big guy. No. Joe Montana was like, you know, they always said I was six two. No, he was yeah. about. I stood up six next feet. to six foot tall, about one hundred and ninety pounds tops. Yeah, and you know, and he took a fearful beating. Well, that's the thing is, you got to have a really good front line. Yeah, I mean, that, in order for your quarterback to be able to, to make those throws. Yeah, you got it. That's the foundation of a great team is is an offensive line. You don't have one, you don't have a chance. And, what really a, and, and on another subject, what a what a boring championship college team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously, just kidding on that. No, one. that that was fun, wasn't it? Well, it was that yeah. that kid uh, Tua is uh, uh, something else. Yeah. yeah. Well, you talk about coming in. Yeah, I mean, a, a backup freshman comes in and and, and yeah. does what he does. You know, it's a, a neat story from our angle here from the Bay Area with this kid Najee Harris from oh, Antioch. Yeah. Who, can't, who did not play at all uh, this year, practically. Well, he played a little bit. But in the fourth quarter, you know, he carried the ball, I think, four times for 64 yards, something like that, and helped to get uh, 
Helped to get him. Helped to get Alabama back in the game. Yeah, that was a great story. Yeah, Eighteen did. years old. You know, That's great. Perfect. I gotta give him get him, give him his props. He's from Antioch, which is a little town just outside of the Bay yep. Area and the Delta. In the old days, they never used to give the uh, freshman a chance. No, no, no. smart, smart coaching. Yeah. Okay, uh, first commercial break again. The trivia theme is King of the Sidelines. Mm. Which coach helmed the New York Jets in 1976? For 13 of their 14 regular season games, then abruptly resigned mm. before the final game. Interesting. Okay. That's our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question. Don't I should that know that, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our first trivia question. Which coach helmed the New York Jets in 1976 for 13 of their 14 regular season games, then abruptly resigned before the final game? Oh, I'm sure I've heard of him, but I'm drawing a total blank on that one. The New York Jets in the 1970s were pretty bad. That's probably why we don't remember yeah, the answer. I mean, they had the great year in 68 with Joe Namath, and then, you know, they still live off that. Even today, Jets fans yeah. talk about that. Although most of them are not old enough to remember, but uh, they, you know, they've they've been a flop most of the time since. They've had a few moments, a few times in the playoffs, but you know, yeah, it's funny. It's like how many how many uh, teams have been in the Super Bowl like once and won? Okay, Kansas City Chiefs did twice that. actually. They've been in. They lost the very first one, and they won. Oh, the that's right. One. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, Kansas City hasn't right. hasn't yeah, been back two, since the, the league merged in nineteen seventy. Yeah, you know. So the, they, so the Jets, and then I'm trying to think of who else was like a one and done. Well, there's been a back. few. I mean, I was going to say the Atlanta Falcons, but they've been in no, two they, now. Yeah, and they, and they, and they got blown both, yeah. blown out in one of them by Denver, Denver and the other yeah. one they let, uh, yeah, you know, they blew that big away. lead. Ugh. Anyway, the answer to the question, Lou Holtz. Oh, wow. Yes, I do remember that. Lou Holtz was not a good pro coach, great college coach. Some guys just don't, you know, they try it. Frank Cush was another one. Great college coach with Arizona State, mm-hmm. but... In the pros with the Colts, not good. Well, you know? Is it uh, just that they can't command the respect? No, it has nothing to do with respect. It's just not understanding the athlete. The, uh, the pro athlete is totally different than the college athlete. College athletes, 90% of them aren't going to even have a sniff at the pros. So you're dealing with young men that you can uh, regiment and organize, and they'll, they'll pay attention to what you're saying because they have to because their scholarship depends on it. Get to the pro level – most of the players are respectful of the coaching staff, but they're going to do their own thing, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age. So you have to have somebody who really – John Gruden, for instance, I think is perfect for the Raiders because yeah. he's got a, a, a team that potentially can be back in the playoffs within a year and maybe – I know this is a stretch to say this, but you look at that offensive line, you look at Derek Carr, you look at the wide receivers, you look at some of the guys on defense, there's no reason why they can't be one of the top eight teams in football. They were two years ago. So if you get some breaks and you got the right coaching staff, it makes a huge difference. And he's kind of a uh, loose cannon, isn't he? I John mean, Gruden? Or, or John, I don't, not a loose no, cannon, I wouldn't call him that, that at all. I, I, I think he's the kind of a guy that is going to speak his mind, and players appreciate that. Yeah, there's no, okay. you know, there's no black and I mean, there's no shades of gray with him. You know, this, okay. is, this is what you see is what you get, and he loves football. He works harder than anybody else. The, the, the thing was when he was with the Raiders the first time and in Tampa. He used to get up at 3.15 in the morning and start where He wasn't one of those guys like Dick Vermeil who slept in his office. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He, he absolutely loves and breathes the game. 
And, uh, you know, watching him at his press conference the other day, I was thinking he hasn't lost any of his passion. And people say, oh, he's been away from the game for nine years. It's changed. Yeah, things have changed a little bit. But the, the game is basically the same, the way yeah. it's played. And the athletes aren't that much different. They really aren't. There are certain things, you know, the social media has changed. Yeah. That's changed. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's a sideshow. All the Facebooking and the Instagramming yeah, 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 and, the, exactly. and the, you know, the... The tweeting and the texting, that's all just, you know, a sideshow. Well, yeah, that has nothing to do with the actual game itself. No, it has nothing to do with it. And fans get caught up in that, and we all get caught up in it. It's just, it's a distraction, you know. A pleasant distraction for some. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, not for me so much. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so I was reading Sports Illustrated. This happened to be the Christmas edition, and they were talking about tax reform. Mm. And they said, what the new bill means for sports. So they said here, the plan. Okay. Number one, hits college boosters by eliminating deductions for donations made to university athletic departments for the purpose of securing the rights of purchase to purchase tickets. Mm. Under the IRS current treatments, 80% of such donations are eligible to be deducted as a charitable donation no longer. Interesting. That used to be the, uh, you know, the entertainment rules. So um, I, think, you know, I don't think, you know, to be honest with you, Edward, I don't think, I think your average you know, high rolling college fan who loves his alma mater and will, you know, or her alma mater, they'll still shell out the money. You know, it's not a huge. I mean, some of these people, uh, they'll they'll bristle a little bit about it, but uh, you know, if you love your team that much, and and it's something that you've been involved with, it just depends on the level of of, of passion you have. But if you, you know, how it is. I mean, I I don't know about you, but I didn't have that kind of tie with my school because we didn't have a football program. So, I went to Golden Gate University. We didn't even have a chance to. <laughs> For those who don't know, well, I went to the University of, University of Denver, and we had a great hockey team. And I'd never followed hockey and became a huge hockey fan. But that was our biggest sport. Uh, basketball was kind of you know middling, Division uh, One. Okay, you know we were ranked in the top twenty-five one year, but I mean, if you're if you're um, alumni of say the University of Colorado or Kansas or Notre Dame or oh, Alabama, sure. you're tied into the you know if you're if you're a sports fan, you're tied into those teams, and you'll find a way to you know give them your your little extra money, and so you can go to the games and hang out with all your buddies and, and your your old friends and and watch your old team play. I think Well, know. I wonder I wonder if Trump came up with that because he's been kind of getting dissed quite a bit by a lot of the sports, oh. you know. <laughs> the, uh, who the knows? Warriors didn't visit him, you know, when they won the championship. Yeah, he just that. wants attention. He just he's like the big kid that just needs attention. Come on. <laughs> okay, so here's uh the, the, that was the number 1. Number 2, uh, the bill stands to benefit pro athletes since the top marginal tax rate over five hundred thousand for singles, six hundred thousand for couples, uh, ticks down from thirty nine point six percent down to thirty seven percent. But because the plan caps deductions for state and local taxes, high earners and tax states, high ones like California, New York, New Jersey, may not come out ahead. And it's interesting. I think California has been trying to figure out a way to get around it by not saying that it's a tax deduction it's mm. a tax it'll be something like a contribution which hasn't mm. been touched mm. actually the, it's been increased you can actually do 60 percent of your adjusted gross income instead of 50 percent so in theory you know that might actually help but i i was thinking if they take it a, if they make it a contribution then does that mean it's voluntary because <laughs> the irs is like well if it's mandatory it's not a contribution <laughs> you know here's the th- i don't want to get off on a tangent about this but here's the thing people are so afraid of the irs if you do you know if you do your due diligence and you get a reasonably good accountant and understand yeah. the basics you, sh- you shouldn't have any problems no it's true it's, it's when you go from the gray area to the black area yeah. that it doesn't work yeah uh, but the other thing is too you know uh this is more of a business side than right. a sports side but you know i was looking at 
various changes in in the in the law, mm. and you know everyone just assumes ah it's just going to benefit the rich, but not really because the standard deduction is going to double. Mm. So there are a lot of people who do not own a home mm. who don't get to write off a lot of these regular expenses uh, personally, mm. and and they miss the boat basically. But with the uh, with the changes, it's actually going to help those lower and middle income. Oh, I hope you're right. I, you know, just whenever it's just been. If you look historically, and again, I don't want to get off on a tangent about this, but you look historically, if you give big corporations a tax break, chances this whole thing about trickle down, it's never, it's never. Yeah, not, not if you're going to give the uh, CEOs extra. Big no, bonuses. you know, I mean, they're going to take care of their own. They're going to take care of themselves and their stockholders and their shareholders. That's that's number one. You know, yeah. that's that's what keeps them in power. It's kind of like, um, you know, you cover your backside. I mean, it's human nature. And anybody who says it's not is is just not a human being. Living the dream. Yeah, I know. Living the dream, exactly. (laughs) Okay, and number three, it says here what's uh, most noteworthy, though, is what the final bill ultimately excluded. The first version called for an end to tax-free stadium construction bonds an exemption that fueled public financing for the projects that primarily benefit billionaire team owners. Mm. But that matter is not addressed in the final bill. So... um, you know, it's just kind of interesting how that you know all these billionaires always. Which, hey, if you're, that's how you became a billionaire is to let other people pay for things. Well, when I when I hear people in the media, compl- not people in the media, but when fans complain about the the amount of money these guys are making, remember how much people are shelling out for tickets nowadays. Yeah, and all of the every team has its own store. You know, not not a store, yeah. but a website, and mm-hmm. in addition to maybe four or five stores where they sell all their. You know their brand. I yeah. mean, it's uh, but, pro, but have, pro, pro sports is big business. Now, I, it's funny. I I couldn't believe how expensive just spring training tickets are. Oh, They're yeah. almost more expensive than going to the regular game. Yeah. Well, it's the experience. You know, it's going down to Arizona or Florida. Now Arizona really has become the place. Florida used to be, but it's just too spread out. Or Arizona, most of the camps are within a you know forty fifty mile uh, radius. So, um, yeah, and, yeah. And do, do you remember who started spring training? You know, I think it was. I do remember. I don't remember, but I've I've read that back in the day that the the New York Giants used to practice in a in a place uh, in Texas, I believe it was back in you know the 1900s. But I'm not but sure. But even earlier than that, it's yeah. it, your your favorite Cap yeah. Anson. Cap Anson. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. say that tongue in cheek because yeah. uh, anybody uh, who knows about Cap Anson, great yeah. player, but a vicious racist, yeah. and unfortunately, one of the guys who was responsible for the exclusion of African Americans for the better part of half a century, which that's why I don't consider, as much as I romanticize baseball in the Babe Ruth era, baseball wasn't truly baseball until it became integrated. And and it really didn't become totally integrated until the 1960s. Really. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Well, the the Boston Red Sox were the last team to integrate in 1959. Boston, which is the, the, you know... Boston, I always, you I think always, it would be a, kind of a liberal place. Yeah, you, yeah. you well, you know, it well, is and I mean, isn't. Because it's a coast. Yeah, you know? but <laughs> it is and it isn't. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, you know, well, you go to one of the charms uh-huh, of Boston are the, the ethnic uh, enclaves are very distinct. Oh, the, yeah. the, the Italian-ness, the irish Irish that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. much more so than other cities. All right, so we're going to cut to another commercial break. And again, the theme is King of the Sidelines. Ah, okay. What head coach was known as being a master of halftime adjustments. Halftime adjustments. Mm. I mean, this is, I guess this is kind of a subjective question, okay, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a subjective know, one. But you could probably throw out a couple of names, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. funny. I, I never really thought about that 
this him being this. Where'd you get this guy? question? This is a good one. This one, uh, just you know, kind of a trivia, okay. general trivia type right. thing. You know, yeah. I don't. I have no clue again that one either. But I think we'll we'll find it. I'd well, again, you'll you'll know the coach. Oh sure. Uh, I don't sure know I if you'll, you'll necessarily go. Oh yeah, I could know. I could pinpoint him yeah, for yeah. this. But eh, it's just kind of one of those fun okay. questions. You know, we've asked so many questions here over the last four or five years that. Um, I, I just hope not to repeat a bunch of them. That's all. <laughs> I don't think you ever have. Maybe once. Maybe once. Yeah. Maybe once. Maybe once. <laughs> all right. That's our trivia question. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. There's a lot of excitement happening on the San Francisco waterfront, including Alcatraz Cruises' buy one, get one free ticket promotion. Experience the beauty, history, and infamy of Alcatraz Island on San Francisco Bay with this special buy one, get one free offer available on select dates through February 7th. Additionally, Alcatraz Cruises has partnered up with several other waterfront amusements with special offers and discounts. Check out sfwinteronthewaterfront.com to secure coupons and instructions, or visit alcatrazcruises.com for tickets to the rock. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Pooldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Pooldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99 including to APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. Give them a call at 866-843-3249 and sign up for a free catalog or go to pooldog.com. That's pooldog.com. Looking for ways to save with your Medicare plan? Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many of the nation's plans, which could mean lower co-pays for you. So bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with Cigna HealthSpring, Humana, and Florida Blue. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question of King of the Sidelines. What head coach was known for being a master of halftime adjustments? Well, that means that obviously you're having problems and you, you make the adjustments and you do better in the second half. I could be a number of coaches. It could be. that. That's, the, that's okay. So Bill well, Walsh? <laughs> no, no, no. no I'm, that would have been Some, a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's say a coach from the 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s. Pretty prominent? Uh, yeah. Oh, it had to be, yeah. Um, He's also boy. known for auto racing, I think. <laughs> oh, Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, yeah. yeah Joe Gibbs. Yeah. yeah, Joe Gibbs was a great coach. And, and uh, you remember he came back briefly and coached again. That's right, yeah. Good guy, too. Good man. Yeah, seems like you know, a, a decent yeah, guy. Very so down to earth. I'm wondering what kind of adjustments he made for the Washington Redskins. Like, why, <laughs> again, you know, like I said, it's a very subjective question. I covered one of the Super Bowls they won when they beat Miami at Pasadena. And I remember the big play in that game was John Riggins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Breaking a tackle, going down the sidelines and, and, and upping their lead. I think it was a close game at the time to 10 points. And, you know, Joe Theismann, that was his great moment in the Super Bowl. I mean, he, that he uh, yeah. of course, Notre Dame, cover of Sports Illustrated. Not a big guy. I love, I love Joe Theismann. Yeah, me too. Not, not a great quarterback, but a very good quarterback. Yeah. And he had his uh-huh. moment in the sun. And he deserved it. And then he got his second moment when he got his leg broken by Lawrence Taylor. <sighs> yeah. Well, Lawrence Taylor was a beast. Ken Norton Jr., I'm looking at a picture of him right now because – he just got hired by the 49ers. You know, he, he yeah. started his career with Dallas. He played with the Niners for seven years. He was on their last Super Bowl team. Pete Carroll had him as a linebacker coach. The Raiders hired him as a defensive coordinator. It didn't work out. Now he's back with the 49ers as a linebacker's coach for Kyle Shanahan. And I see him here in this picture with all his buddies uh, that played with the Niners. Some of them were early, an earlier era, but, you know, all within the same kind of range, the 80s and 90s, hanging around with Dwight Clark, the great uh, wide receiver who was battling ALS. And I guess they've been having these, these uh, luncheons with uh, Dwight Clark, uh, really kind of lifting his spirits. Um, there's a great article in the local paper. Uh, one of the sports writers, uh, Scott Osler, has been around for years and years, worked mm-hmm. out of L.A., talked about how they've gotten together and, and had these nice uh, luncheons for uh, Dwight. And who, who are the players? Uh, well, uh, to there? give you an idea, yeah. some of the guys who showed up, Ronnie Lott, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Rathman, yeah. uh, running oh, back yeah. and longtime uh, assistant coach, Derek Deese, offensive, defensive lineman. I'm sorry, offensive lineman. Garrison Hurst, terrific running back. Oh, yeah. Ken Norton, Jr., um, you know, some of the guys that show up. Uh, and, of course, Eddie DiBartolo has done everything. The former 49er owner has done everything he could. He actually, um, uh, you know, there was some kind of a medication um, or a, uh, a, an idea to, to, to work with to, to try to solve this problem with ALS that was, was being tried in, in Japan. So Eddie even, um, you know, went out and, and got whatever, <laughs> whatever medication or whatever theory or whatever it was that that was being that was being practiced and and brought it back and tried it on clock you know ALS is just a a baffling frustrating deadly disease and it's it's really probably about the worst thing you can get because you just slowly you you die slowly of paralysis yeah. you know you you just basically your mind stays sharp but your body just just dies and i mean it took Lou Gehrig about 4 years when he yeah. had it um Dwight Clark's had it for a couple of years now, so but there's you know there's a lot of football players that have it, a lot of them uh, ex players that have had it. And, I, and is it all is it mostly hereditary or I, I, I mean, don't know comes on from, I don't you know, know. I mean, it's it's football. one of these one of these weird. I mean there's so many illnesses out there, and not to get off on a I'm no no medical expert, but uh, you know it's it's just I remember there was a, a high school coach here in the Bay Area who had it for something like 20 years, and he was still coaching. 
on the sidelines. He couldn't speak, but he had um, the ability huh. uh, through um, a little uh, computer, computer. To, to, to write his words down and work with, you know, and his wife was amazing. And he, uh, I think his name was Charlie Wiedemeyer. I believe that was his name. And he, hmm. he coached uh, for a good 10 years after he got this thing. And it took that long. I think part of the reason he lasted as long as he did was he had a purpose. Yeah. You know, um, but again, I mean, Lou Gehrig was at the peak of his career when he got it, and within four years he was gone. I mean, that's how quickly it kills you sometimes. So it's you know, Dwight Clark he admitted he says uh, he says the future is scary as you know yeah, he doesn't up, yeah. yeah as as a word that we don't want to use on the air. And he says I can't imagine being totally paralyzed. I keep trying to reenact it. Just lay there and think, I can't get up, but I can't do it for very long. It freaks me out. Yeah, yeah it's scary. I mean, it, uh, I think it's worse than cancer because cancer, at least, is as rough as it is. Um, and there are different types of cancer that can be really difficult to deal with. They're all difficult to deal with psychologically. But, uh, you know, very few cancers will paralyze the body completely. Uh, as ALS does, it's just a, it's just a, it's a is, horrible. Is he in a lot of pain too? No, no, apparently not. It's huh. uh, the, the, the the pain is not a problem. It's just you know it's imagining not having any feeling, or yeah. you can't use your hands or your feet, and then eventually you can't even speak. You know, but your mind is still sharp. Your hmm. brain is still so you're encased in this useless body. And again, I'm I'm laughing because it sounds so absurd to have to. For people to have to live like this, but it's part of, you know, unfortunately, it's a part of life that a lot of people, you know, get the bad breaks. And Dwight Clark had a had a charmed life. You know, he made the catch that got the 49ers into their first Super Bowl. He played for nine years in the NFL. He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he was a guy that um, wasn't even supposed to make the team in 1978. And uh, it's an interesting story, I guess, when he, when he made the squad out of um, summer camp in 78, I believe that was his first year. He was so excited, he had his dad fly into Minnesota for the first game. And he said, Dad, can you believe this? I'm going to actually play. He says, I'm only going to be playing on special teams, but I'm going to play in a pro football game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went on and had nine, nine years. The thing about Dwight Clark I love is he's, he's the kind of a guy, good-looking guy, charming guy. He's had some, you know, bad breaks in his, in his life outside of ALS, you know. He, he, um, he got married to a gal. It didn't work out. But he, he's always stayed positive. He's always stayed Happy. I ran into him once in the uh, in an airplane um, terminal in Chicago. Just and and we had a nice chat. Sat down and talked for five minutes. And you know, uh, no BS to this guy. Just as good a guy as you could run into. So mm-hmm. it's tough. But I'm glad to see his teammates are rallying around him. That's that's good. You know, because you need that support. And he's 60 years old. He just turned 60. Yeah, that's not so, old at all. Not, well, it is and it isn't. It's all relative. People say it's not old, but it, there are some people who live a lot more in 60 years than people who live in a, for 90, 90 or 100 years. You know, it just depends on what yeah, you do quality. with your life. Yeah, exactly. What you do with your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Bill King, the, and, and most of our listeners don't know who Bill King was, but Bill King broadcast the Raiders for 26 years on the radio, the Warriors for 20, and the Oakland A's for 25. Three of those, uh, actually all three teams, and for two years, he broadcast all three of them. I don't know how he did it. But he died at 78, which a lot of people consider is, is a young age. It's not a young age. It's, you know, you're, it's past the average. The average yeah, male sure. dies at 76 in this country. But he packed more living into those 78 years. And it wasn't just covering sports. I mean, you know, he, he was a, a yachtsman. He loved the theater. He loved to cook. He had... You know, he was interested in the Russian language and, and the, huh. the Russian culture, and he had lots of friends in different walks of life. So, you know, it's not it's not the length of, of your life, but it's what you do with it. So that's what counts. 
Anyway, yeah. my philosophy, yeah. for what it's worth. <laughs> the philosophy yeah. according to Bruce. Yeah, right. And All my right. wife always says, hey, shut up, would you please? I'm tired of hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Okay, yeah. I'm going to total change the subject yeah, yeah. for a minute. Please okay. do. Please do. Uh, so a couple, few days ago, uh, Steph Curry got hurt mm. um, just practic- you know, just in warm Tweaking, ups. tweaking that. That's okay. going to be a problem. That's going to continue okay. to be a problem. So this is, this is kind of an odd question, all right? And Clay Thompson had the night off. Right. So, do you think NBA teams should announce ahead of time to the fans who is out for the night? Because it's not fair to those wanting to see Steph no, or Clay. No, and then they or they no. pay less for no, the tickets. I'm, I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> hey, you know these teams are not obligated to tell anybody anything. And I know that sounds terrible. You know, you you pay your for for the tickets, and if you don't get to see some of the stars, sometimes the best games are played when the stars aren't there. Okay, however. You know, seriously, I've been, I, you know, I, I take it from me, I've been to 6,000 games in my life, so I've watched a lot of sports, and it's not always the stars that shine the brightest. And, Ch- true, however, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the however, Yeah. when you're looking at buying a ticket for a game, and you see it's, the, let's say, the Warriors versus the Cavs, right. generally speaking, that ticket is going to be more expensive oh, sure. than... Miami, you know, nowadays Miami Heat. Let's what do say. they call that that type of pricing too? Because uh, the Giants, San Francisco Giants, were the yeah, ones that really like started. Yeah, like a matrix. Uh, there's some kind of a matrix. Well, they they sell the tickets they sell for the Giants Dodger games are much more expensive than exactly. the ones for the than you know say the well not maybe the Houston Astros or San Diego no, Padres. Yeah, exactly. You know. Okay, so. And the reason is not only the rivalry, but right. it's going to be the players. Like, sure. like people want to see LeBron. Oh yeah. Well, if LeBron's not going to be playing right ordinarily let's say i'm the average fan uh, i would say well then i'm not going to spend a lot of money to go not see him right. you know what i mean somebody yeah. else is though there's enough people uh, out well, there waiting in line no, but the thing is how but if, if people knew ahead of time yeah lebron not, lebron james is not playing tonight so the tickets instead of being a hundred dollars are going to be 70 but you know something if you're creative enough you can find a way to get tickets and there are Hundred different ways of buying a ticket nowadays because of the internet and all well, the different true, brokers. True, but they're always going to be more expensive if you, if LeBron's yeah, playing yeah. versus if he's not. But you playing. know what is a coach? A coach is not obligated to play a guy who's hurt. You have an eighty-two game season, and you'd be foolish to throw somebody out just to just to placate the fans. And I know they say the fans pay the freight. You know something? The fans pay part of the freight. Most of the money yeah. comes from television. <laughs> That's a reality, and I, I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's just reality today. Every game is on television. Okay. When we were kids, when I was a kid, I'm a little bit older than you, yeah. we had nine games a year in baseball on television with the local team. That, <laughs> they were all from L.A. That was it until 1966. That was, So you listen to the radio. Okay. You so, know? Okay, so now, again, it's a little hard because you're not an average fan. No, I okay. know. Okay. Well, I'm but, a but, hardcore fan. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You have to be to do what I've been doing for 40-some-odd okay. So, years. Okay, let's, but you're, you're, in the, you're in the media. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you're a hardcore fan, right. not in the media, sure. and uh, Giants-Dodgers uh you know, game and Kershaw has an arm problem. Yeah, and let's say let's say that all of the bench players are playing for right. both teams. Yeah, well, I mean, then they, they would be wouldn't be playing unless it was a meaning. If they were all playing, that would be a meaningless game, wouldn't it? I mean, why well, didn't, didn't Popovich? Um, like in back to basketball, right. basketball uh, for the Spurs, he kept like all of his. For a couple of games, for a couple yeah, of games, yeah, and yeah. didn't tell you. And again, didn't. And well, part of you don't want to say anything. 
you know, well, I guess they won five in, championships in eleven years because of that kind of philosophy. Because you have to rest your players. You know, Steve Kerr had to rest Clay Thompson the other night because yeah. he started in forty-one uh, games it, in a row. That, yeah, that I'm, I'm not necessarily upset about that. It's yeah. more of the the poor fans who pay a lot to specifically see specific. They, they don't players. have to pay. Watch the game on TV. You know, <laughs> yeah, like they everybody don't know else. that at the time. Well, if they knew ahead of time, they'd say, you know, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll fans say." Rem- fans remind me of little kids, you know, and I, I appreciate <laughs> that. It's, we all become children when we go to the games, but you know, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna spend that kind of money, you take your chances. I'm sorry. You know, I, it is a different yeah. world than when I was a kid. I mean, I used to go to Warrior Games and it cost three fifty, yeah, exactly. and you get a good seat. But they were paying the players; the top players were getting forty grand a year, which was good money and, in nineteen sixty eight. And by the way, the uh, for the audience, that's three dollars and fifty cents, not three hundred fifty dollars. You know, that that was fifty total. years ago. Yeah, and 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 the cost of living was much lower, and sure. we had half as many people living. Well, a little more than half many people living in this country, so the yeah. cost of resources was a lot cheaper too. Everything was cheaper. Yeah, that's you know? true. Because there's not well, a demand except for, except for like. TVs and stuff that were very expensive yeah, back. Yeah, you know, nah, not technology compared, compared to today. I mean, God, you you can spend five thousand dollars for a television. True, but you could still watch TV for you know. Well, in those days, in those bucks. days, you didn't have you didn't have cable. You had it was all the antenna, uh, antenna, and yeah. you have five channels. That was it. That's it. When, and when we couldn't find a coat hanger, I used to have to stand on the TV and and hold a spoon up with a. To, in the air. Well, and consider, I hate to say it, considering some of the programming that's on cable television <laughs> yeah. today, it's not it's not worth all that money. I, I totally agree. I, it isn't. 90% of it is, is I, I, I CRAP. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. never heard of some of this stuff, and I look and I say, why would anyone want to watch that? Yeah, okay, people third do. Trivia. I guess they're bored. Okay, third trivia question. Who was the first coach in New York Jets history in 1960 when they were known as the New York Titans. Titans. That's right. Okay, so who was the coach? Oh, Don't okay. touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We're getting we'll be right the back. Jets here a lot, huh? Yeah. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. 
You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Third trivia question, who was the first coach in New York Jets history in 1960 when they were known as the New York Titans? I remember there was a guy named Charlie Winner, I think, was coaching them, and he coached the Cardinals later, but I don't, I think he was later on. But he is somebody you'll know. Okay, now, I'll give you a hint, and I, I believe this is correct. Right. At one point, he had the longest punt in history. 98 yards because kept wow. rolling and rolling and rolling wow. apparently this is and i don't know if that's true hmm. uh and you'll know oh, him as a, as a quarterback and a punter go ahead yeah i'll give you his nickname auto autogram no slinging oh sammy ball, sammy ball. that's right sammy ball. sammy ball was if you ever you know he died a few years ago but yeah. he's from i think he's from texas I loved hearing interviews with him because he would use the salty language and he had the great stories and man he was something else uh the Washington Redskins, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they got, I think they got beat by the Chicago Bears, seventy-three to nothing. <laughs> yeah, in the in the nineteen forty forty-one championship yeah. game was either and forty it, or forty-one. Well, it had to do with what happened the year before, mm. right? There were there was some there were, I can't remember exactly what had happened. There was some some rivalry that was going on. Yeah, yeah I, again, that's before my time, but I remember reading about that. And and George Hallis was of course one yeah. of the pioneers. George Hallis coached or played on the Bears from nineteen twenty to nineteen sixty five, I believe. Think about that. Really? Sixty six. Oh yeah, yeah. He was coaching when Gail Sayers came along in the mid sixties. Oh yeah, oh, oh for coaching, yeah, yeah not yeah. playing. Okay. Yeah. Here's our thoughts for the day. To thrive in life you need three bones. A wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. Said Reba <laughs> McIntyre. I like, I like that. that. And John Reba McIntyre. She said, said that, yeah. yeah okay. And John Gardner said, Life is the art of drawing. Without an eraser. John Gardner. Now, why does that name sound familiar? I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. Somebody out there is going to say, don't you know who John Gardner was? Come on. (laughs) Sorry. I'm still trying to figure out who Reba McIntyre is. I know who she is. I like that. Life is the art of drawing without an eraser. Without an eraser. Without an eraser. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team... I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.